the, the true origin story of how everything kind of unfolded, pretty much told that I was going to do it. And then I didn't do it until Wes called me. I was like, oh, okay, I guess this is, <laughs> this is really, really something. So... <laughs> Hey everybody, welcome to the Paranormal Portal Podcast. I'm your host, Brent Thomas. Thank you so much for joining us. As always, we appreciate all of you out there and thank you so much for your wonderful support. Remember, if you've got an experience and you'd like to be a guest on the show, please reach out to me. You can reach me at paranormalportalradio at gmail.com. Today's show is going to be epic, ladies and gentlemen. This is one that's way, way, way overdue because I met today's uh, guest oh, a couple of years ago, and uh, we, we've interacted, but we our, our schedules have always gone different directions, and so we finally tied it up. We got it happening, and joining us today is Mr. Tony Markle of the Confessionals Podcast and the Hammer Lane Legends, and uh, probably one of the busiest people in our sphere, so... I know you're going to love this. Hey, Tony, welcome to the show, man. Hey, buddy. Thanks for having me. It has been a long time, man. A real long time. <laughs> I know. But, you know, you, you've got so many, so many fires or sticks in the fire, as the saying goes. And, and you've been doing some really, really cool stuff. Very innovative. Um, your podcasts are always top notch. But I love that, that you have such a diversity in what you're doing and the things that you're venturing into over there. Yeah, I listen, I, I just, uh, well, you know, I, I started one podcast and then I ventured into another one and I basically just do whatever I find interesting and hopefully people like it. If they don't, then I'll find a new audience that likes what I'm doing now. So like, you know, <laughs> so it's just, you know, like you don't want to be bored and you don't want to just sit back and just always constantly just stay in, you know, one lane if you want to venture into other stuff. And I figured, you know what, I want to do some video stuff. I want to do some documentary stuff with the paranormal and you know, I'm sure my audience will like it and, you know, all that fun stuff. But, uh, yeah, you only live once as the kids say YOLO. And so, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I might be showing my age cause I don't think they say that anymore. <laughs> oh, that's news to me too then brother. I don't know what the hell they, they say now, but, uh, I, I'm with you because, you know, I, I've obviously been listening to you for, for years and, and it's been a lot of fun to see the new projects come out, the new pursuits and stuff. But, um, I got to ask you, and this is kind of the canned question, you know, and so you have to forgive me for that, but just for our listeners that may not know the backstory, how did, how did this all start for you? Because, uh, you know, I mean, was there, was there any catalyzing event in your life that brought you into this lane of, of, uh, inquiry or, or is it just something you've always loved? Uh, it was something I was always interested in. I, when I was a kid, uh, just was, you know, growing up in the sticks and we would be in the woods a lot. And then you find, I think like, I don't know, in second or third grade, you go to the, the library and you're find, trying to find the book with the pictures in it. And uh, you find one that talks about this Bigfoot and you're like, huh? You know, like, <laughs> <laughs> what is this? And then it's talking about, you know, Loch Ness monster and all this stuff. I'm just like, holy crap, this is real. This stuff is real. There's monsters are real. And I mean, my friends, we, we all believe in monsters now. And, uh, we planned on going and hunting the Loch Ness monster and, and killing it and proving to the world that it's real. And then we didn't do that. We did, <laughs> we, we all figured away with it, man. Like, you know, we all went our separate ways growing up and stuff. And, 
And then I find my way back into it. And those very same people, uh, I don't believe in any of this stuff. And, uh, <laughs> one of them, I'm pretty sure thinks I'm off my rocker, uh, which I definitely am, but, uh, <laughs> uh you know, not because of my belief in these, these, uh, these, these, uh, I don't know what you want to call them. I mean, it all depends on what you think, right? Entities or beings or sure. creatures. Mm-hmm. I don't want to offend any of the, uh, the, 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 the community, the crypto community of whatever you, your, what you, whatever your beliefs are with, you know, crypto zoology. So I'll just cover it all the spirit being creatures. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. And you're right. I, I think it's, it's been a phenomenal journey. Um, I don't know if it's a real widely known fact, but you actually had, uh, before the podcast and before all of this, you actually had a, a YouTube channel where you were looking into Bigfoot. Yeah. Yeah. That was, um, shoot, man. Uh, I think it was six years ago, seven years, eh, probably about six years ago. Uh, yeah. Pennsylvania Sasquatch research. That's kind of like the, I guess the transition into my adult life. Cause I, I was, um, just driving truck and I remember the one day, uh, well actually, no, I, I had started, I can't remember what the order is now. Um, I, I think so. I, I what I started watching like the TV shows of like Monster Quest and things like that, mm-hmm. and that, that piqued my interest and stuff like that. And I had started Pennsylvania Sasquatch Research, uh, which was a Facebook group. And you know, I was like, man, if I could find a couple people in Pennsylvania that kind of thinks that these things are real and all that stuff, and I was kind of more pursuing it as like you know trying to find people who look in these topics around me that can kind of teach me stuff. And then the group turns in. I, I didn't know there was a Bigfoot community online and a group thing on Facebook everywhere. And everybody's got a group. And uh, I was just like, I made it. And then these people started joining. And I was like, holy crap, this thing's getting big. And then the people are asking me questions. And I'm like, I have no idea. Like, <laughs> none at all. And uh, I, I then started. Uh, well, what happened was um, Rio uh, from what was it? Utah Sasquatch, I think his YouTube channel was. Um, mm-hmm. He, he was making, you know, these, these videos and I, and I was like, you know, I think, I think I, I could do something like that and, and just kind of share, just sharing my thoughts on, on Bigfoot and stuff. And cause you, cause as a truck driver, you're driving around all day thinking and talking about it to yourself. And you're like, well, maybe I should just, uh, talk to the phone and, and let that <laughs> be the audience. <laughs> and right. I, I started doing that. And that, that's kind of where, um, I think, I think, uh, where Wes, came across me, I think, I don't know, uh, Western Sasquatch Chronicles. He, he, uh, um, called me and within like, I think it was like a 45 minute conversation. He calls me and he tells me that, uh, that he thinks I'd be a good podcaster. I was like, okay, we're going, we're <laughs> off and, ru- and running. Um, but leading up to that situation, I, I actually, uh, this is a, this is the weird part of the show, guys. So if you want to take a coffee break, you can take a coffee break. If you want to uh, walk away, but keep it playing because we want to keep the plays going and stuff for Brent. Uh, but this is the weird part of the show. Um, I'm driving my truck uh, into Philadelphia down Germantown Pike one day, and um, well, before this event, I I was uh, I'm a prayerful man uh, sometimes when I'm in a good mood, and um, I, I was actually praying about uh, m- my involvement in some of these communities because I wasn't sure how I felt about it after a while, because I started seeing like, cause I thought that, you know, Bigfoot was just like, okay, some animal out there. Everybody thinks it's an animal and that's that. And then I started seeing how like, uh, to me at the time, it seemed like some people were almost like worshiping the creature. I'm just like, this is getting a little weird. Yeah. And, uh, I, you know, I was like, I don't know if I'm supposed to be really kind of 
hanging out with these kind of people. I don't know, like on a, on, on my own Christian spiritual roots and stuff. I was just like, this seems a little uh, different. And, um, yeah. I'm praying about it, and I just felt like God was telling me that I was supposed to stay in this this community, and uh, and and so I did. And then, I'm not too long after that. I I wasn't even praying. I was just driving my truck, probably listening to the radio or something. And um, and I just felt God speak to me, and said that one day I'm going to be podcasting, and I'm going to work with Wes Germer from Sasquatch Chronicles. And I had never talked to the guy. I listened to his podcasts, you know, while I was driving, but that was that. And so I went home, told my wife, I was like, I know it sounds crazy, but this is what I'm feeling. And then like a month later, that's when Wes called me and just out of the blue, like I, I just backed my truck into, into the dock at work. And he's like, calls me on Facebook messenger. And like, we <laughs> talked for 45 minutes and he's like, I think you'd be a good podcaster. I'm like, I know, bro. Like oh, I knew wow. this was going to happen. You know, <laughs> it's just, it, it was, uh, it, it was very surreal, uh, in the moment. Uh, I obviously didn't tell Wes that right away. Sure. I kind of waited for a while to tell him <laughs> like, Hey, guess what, man? Uh, God told me that you were going to call me, you know, <laughs> it's, like, it's like the blues brothers, huh? <laughs> yeah. It's just, you know, I, it's some things you're best, better left unsaid. Right. And so, uh, I, I, in fact, I haven't really been even talking about this aspect of how the show started, uh, until recently I started talking about it. Um, and it wasn't like I was scared to talk about it. I just, uh, I just, for some reason, I just felt like there was, um, there's a time and place for everything, you know? And I just felt like, for the last five years, I, I just didn't feel like um, it was right timing. But for some reason, I just in my gut, like it's not even like, yeah, I guess we could talk about it now. It's like almost like there was like a, a, a turning of the winds and like I, like this, this the, the true origin story of how everything kind of unfolded was something that was on my mind a lot. And it's like it, almost like it's like time to start talking about it. And so here I am talking about when everybody whenever anybody asks me, I, I tell them, you know, it's uh it's not just me sitting down and be like, oh, I like ghosts. I like UFOs. I like Bigfoot. Let me talk about it on a mm-hmm. microphone and see what happens. Um, it, I wasn't even looking for it. I, I, I was literally pretty much told that I was going to do it. And then I didn't do it until Wes called me. And I was like, oh, okay, I guess this is, <laughs> this is really, really something. So, <laughs> that's um, powerful. so that's what I do now. That's really, really, really powerful um, to have to have that kind of. Uh, I don't. I don't want to cheapen it by saying like a, a precognition, but just to have that that advanced uh, you know knowledge that it was coming your way when it when it actually happened. Did that just blow you away? Or were you were you just like, oh, okay? Uh, well, it's yeah. No, I, it wasn't blown away. But I also, I mean, at that time in my life, I was. I felt like I was really kind of. Uh, in the best shape spiritually of my life at that time. And mm-hmm. I, sure. I had received other things that I felt God was telling me that were going to happen and they did happen. So it was at that point in my life when that happened, I was just like, okay, so it's going to happen. I just don't know when. And then it happened like a month later kind of thing, you know? Yeah. Uh, it, it, it just, uh, I don't want to cheapen it by saying ho hum, but it was just like, yep. Yeah. It, <laughs> it was like, it was like, yeah, it was, it was expected. Sure. Um, and, and so, but yeah, I mean, I remember, I remember when it first started happening, I was really blown away. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was just like, holy crap. Like I felt like I had a superpower or something. I was like, this is crazy. <laughs> uh, but it hasn't, it hasn't happened a whole lot. 
in the last few years, to be honest with you. <laughs> I don't know if that's because I'm, I'm finally on the right path for my life and there's no need to talk to me or if, I, 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 if I've done something bad, I don't know. <laughs> it's like, please, God, talk to me again. So <laughs> oh, that's, that's, I'm sure it's because, you know, obviously you you are pursuing that path that was given to you. So I think that's very powerful. And and, and you're right. Maybe there's no reason to, you know, keep bugging you because you're doing the things you need to do. But, I, you know, I find it so interesting. You and I both have a, a very, very similar origin story as well. And that is this, you know, Wes coming into our sphere uh, and, and saying, hey, you should do a podcast. Same thing uh, for me. And, and it really blew me away because you know, I've been a longtime listener of Wes as well. And, and it was like, wow, you know, that's really cool. So that that's another thing that we share. I don't know if you knew that already or not, but yeah. yeah. No. Yeah, I, I, I try to forget about Wes half the time. I don't talk to him. And, <laughs> <laughs> uh, in all seriousness, no, I, I feel like a bad friend sometimes because him and I used to talk so much. I mean, so much. It was like a daily thing. And then um, with the kid, the more the more kids I pumped out, the less time I had. And uh, and then now with the, the show and everything that I do, like I'm constantly going and and. Like I'm doing something like, man, I want to call Wes, but I got to keep going here and get this done. And then, you know, the day's over and yeah. I haven't talked to Wes again. Like I talked to him on one, on what Monday night I talked to him. I was driving my truck to West Virginia and, uh, and I, he, I, he said, he said, he said something about calling back in like, 20, you know how it is. Like Wes is like, can I call you back in like 10 minutes? And it's like either it's either two minutes later or it's two days later. You know, it's never 20 <laughs> minutes though. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and so he like, and I said, actually, no, I'm going to be arriving at this guy's studio and we'll be working on stuff. And I'll, and he's like, all right, just give me a call back when you're when you're done there. I'm like, cool, man, definitely will. Still haven't called him back. So. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> <The> fuck, <yeah. laughs> and I'm such a bad friend, but I'm sure he understands. Oh, I'm sure he does, too. Um, speaking of driving now, um, in the, in the course of doing the confessionals, you had the confessionals first. And then it was quite a while later that you that you started the Hammer Lane Legends. But. Do you, do you, as you were doing the confessionals and being a driver yourself, maybe you heard just through uh, the communications with other, other coworkers and stuff, but have you noticed that there does seem to be a lot of experiences that truckers have with this weird stuff? Uh, not as much as I actually prefer. Like I would love to have truckers coming out and talking to me. <laughs> okay. uh, I, I hear, um, uh, Oh, I forget what show somebody's telling me that somebody does like a like a special trucker episode sometimes where they focus just on trucker stories. I'm like, I'm a like like I'm a son of a trucker. I come from the trucking industry myself. Truckers, where are you at? I mean, come on, talk to me. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, I mean, I, what's funny is I think it's a regional thing, and I think maybe it's just uh, I, well, I don't know why they're not emailing me, but like as far as my interaction with people. Uh, when I first started doing this stuff and I was public about what I was doing, the podcasting and people in my life, like, Oh, wait a second. You're talking about what? Oh, you're one of those weirdos, huh? <laughs> like all that. Um, sure. They, they, they teased me. They didn't tell me anything. They're like, Oh, you're crazy. You know? And then slowly over time, some drivers would say things to me, you know, like, yeah, you know, I was driving the other night and I saw these lights in the sky it seemed really weird. And, and then they, 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 it's like, I guess over time they felt comfortable talking about it. Like, it's like, it's like high school stuff, man. It's mm -hmm. like, you know, you tease, you tease the one kid that that's a little different when the whole, in reality, you're all different. You're just kind of not willing to admit it, like that one kid <laughs> in the corner. So we all just make fun of that kid. Sure. And, <laughs> uh, he, so some of the guys start talking to me. I remember the one time I was, uh, I was in the break room with a bunch of guys and, you know, we we're talking about what I do and stuff. 
And uh, the one driver, he's getting ready to go out for the night. And he's like, yeah, I don't believe in any of that stuff. Bigfoot, none of that stuff. It ain't real. It's not real. And he's from West Virginia. He has a real strong accent. And he's, he's just matter of factly, it's not real. It's not real kind of thing. And just coming short of saying you're wasting your time to me, you know? Sure. And then (laughs) we're talking and he goes, uh, he goes, I did have this one weird experience when I was in high school with my friends. I was like, what's that? And he's like, we were driving. And then this is right after he said he doesn't believe in Bigfoot. (laughs) It's like, we were driving through state college, which is in central Pennsylvania, uh, very rural. Uh, and he said it was early morning and a monkey ran across the road in front of our car. And I was like a monkey. And he's like, yeah. And I was like in the middle of Pennsylvania. Yeah. It's the weirdest (laughs) thing. I said, are you sure it was a monkey? He's like, what else could it have been? I was like, Come on, bro. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's just like, you know, some people, they just want to shut themselves off and, you know, they believe what they believe and there's no room for any other kind of opinion. You know, it doesn't matter what they experience in life. It does not matter. They are not going to change their mind on things. Sometimes those are the, those are the, the wildest stories, though. And, and I'm sure you've bumped into this a ton doing the shows as well. But those are the people, the ones that oh, I don't believe in ghosts, but this one time, and they'll go on to, to give you this incredible story that happened. And it's like, how did you get through that? And then that, and end up at, I don't believe in ghosts because they have these incredible things going on and they still just shut that door. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. I, I, I don't understand it other than maybe, uh, they don't realize they're doing that in the moment. You know what I mean? It's like, they just, they're on default. I don't believe this stuff. And then they never really actually sat back to think, wait a second. I actually kind of do because I remember this one time, you know, Uh, it's one of those things or, you know, they, they just, listen, I think, you know, full grown adults, they still struggle with peer pressure, you know, And, and they just don't want to go down that road. And, you know, for me, I was, I was picked on my entire life. Eventually that became natural in nature for me. So like, I was like, well, this is normal, right? Everybody picks on me. Right. So I'm like, what's the difference? I'll just be myself. And that's the thing. I mean, like, um, you know, before podcasting, uh, I still was an entrepreneur. I've owned lots of businesses, uh, in my short time on this earth. And, uh, I've failed at everything. I've been an entrepreneur always though. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I, I just, um, you know, you, you spend a lot of time doing things the way you think other people, the way, the way other people think you should do it. Uh, and you look around at some point and you're like, you know, I've been worrying my entire life about everybody else's opinions and look where it got me. I'm a college dropout. I drive a tractor trailer for a living. I barely see my family. All because I'm worried about everybody else's opinions. I think we're going to start podcasting about Bigfoot. (laughs) 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 You know, we'll see what happens because this is not the ride that I want to be on right now. I mean, like, like, you know, I'm a family man. I love my family. And at the time, I was just me and my wife. We were married for 10 years before we had kids. And uh, like, I I barely saw her. I I didn't have time for friends. And I was just like, this sucks, you know? And so... Let's start talking about some weird stuff and see what happens. I, I just never thought that I'd be in a, in, a, in a spot, I guess, where I'd be sitting here saying that like science has gone down this like weird alchemy road.
now speaking of weird stuff, I want I want your opinion on this if you don't mind. But in the, in the time that you've been doing this, have you noticed? Well, this is kind of many pronged, and I'll and I'll g- get more into it. But have you noticed? Does it seem like more things are going on out there? Like like there might be an increase of UFO uh, activity or you know, there seems to be a lot more ghost reports coming in and, you know, Bigfoot, etc. you know, name the, the phenomena and it just seems to be increasing. And do you think that is because there is more things going on or do you think it's the ability of people to talk about it now more than ever? You know, I have a varying opinions on that, uh, which is really the the way I do a lot of things. I'm like, I don't know. It sure. could be a little of this. It could be a little of that. Right. Uh, but no, I, I definitely see the, the logical side of that where, you know, it's just in the last 20 years, I mean, we've had an explosion in technology, the way human beings communicate 20, 20 years ago is totally different than today. Uh, and, you know, I think that definitely could have parts of it. But at the same time, uh, I do sense that there's things going on in this world that are uh, pushing our existence to be closer with the paranormal than we used to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I look at, I don't know. I don't know if it's, if it's like a beating a dead horse by saying this, but it's to me, it's still an issue. Uh, I look at CERN and what CERN is doing and what they've been doing. And you know, when you're, you, they're messing with things over there that, that just, I think is bringing humanity, our existence closer to, uh, if you want to call it thinning the veil or, you know, uh, closer to the other dimensions, but mm-hmm. things, things are happening. I think through, uh, what we are doing sometimes as humans, bringing it onto ourselves, like, like with what CERN's doing. I mean, listen, they got freaking Shiva in their front lawn. Like, don't tell me you're all about science when you have a freaking <laughs> statue of Shiva in your front lawn. Like yeah. that's not really, it, it's like, <laughs> you know, and you know, they're, they're, they're looking for the God particle, man. Like, I mean, uh, 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 what was it? What's the guy's name? Why am I blanking? He just died. He was in the wheelchair. The scientist, Stephen the brain Hawking. Guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I was blanking on his name. Uh, <laughs> he, you know, he's like, he was like compared to Einstein. I mean, like they're like he's that smart, you know. And he's like looking at CERN. He's like, I don't know, guys. That's not a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I just, I don't know, man. I think what they're doing over there, looking for that God particle. Because I mean, what the what in order to find the God particle. You have to deconstruct the house, and that's what they're doing. So uh, it's like if if you come across a house and you're like, "That's a beautiful house," I want to know what is like, how is it made? So you start right. taking the walls off, you start taking everything apart, and you start finding out that the freaking house is is put together with glue. And you're like, "Wait, what's this?" And then you have to take that glue and from the hard state and put it in the liquid state to understand what what its original form is. They're doing all this kind of stuff, looking for the God particle, and you know, they, there's these. These you don't know if they're true or not. I mean, of course, it's conspiracy theory. But, uh, you know, when you when you start hearing these stories that supposedly are coming out of CERN where uh, they've opened up portals and things come through. I mean, like I I, I think and and listen, people talk about CERN, but I think it's in Tennessee. There's there's a particle accelerator in Tennessee that's active right now. Mm -hmm. And what is going on in Tennessee and Kentucky? A lot of weird stuff, you know, right. Yeah, there does seem to be those areas that, that I don't know if it's it's by virtue of ley lines or anything, but then you, you consider things like particle accelerators and scientific experiments and stuff, and and you, it does make you wonder, like, hey, 
is this stuff really going on? Because they're, they're basically pulling on the Ziploc of the universe and, uh, you know, suddenly you're right, opening the door. And if you open the door, can they close it? And I'm betting no. I'm betting they can't. It's it's kind of like on Jurassic Park, you know, scientists don't spend enough time. They wonder if they can, but not if they should, you know. Right. That's yeah, true. I, and that's the thing. I mean, I, I, you know, hmm. I, I don't know because I'm not a scientist. I, I'm not a science guy. Like you're not going to I don't talk science stuff like it's just not me. But I do feel like there's a certain there's a certain ego that comes with it in a sense. that's like, yeah, don't worry. We right. got this. You know, it's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like we're, we're the smartest brains on Earth. We, we out of all of us, uh, we're the smartest and we understand out of all of us. If it's like, yeah, even if you understand the most out of all of us, do you understand the, 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 the most efficient maximum ability to understand in order to really be able to harness what you're about to do? You know, it's like, you know, like you're, you can be the smartest ant compared to what though, you know, it's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it, it, so I, you know, it makes me a little worried, but then you, you look at the, the pattern it, I mean, we've always done this stuff, man. Like, I mean, Nazi Germany, they were doing this kind of stuff in Nazi Germany, trying to exploit everything to their advantage. And you can go down those 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 uh, those stories. I'm sure people have heard of them and stuff where, you know, the, the Nazis never went away, that they just relocated. And some people talk about them relocating to other planets and all this mm. stuff, all this stuff. And but one thing we we can honestly say is that they did work with alchemy they they did try this stuff combining sciences with 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 magic and and all that stuff and, and, and is it really that hard to fathom uh an evil person like hitler thinking it's a good idea to pursue evil things sure you know yeah <laughs> it's not a it's not a huge leap at all no i agree that's scary that's the scary stuff but so in, in you know in talking about cern and about the the experimentation and stuff do you think that may uh explain like the mandela effects and things like that that people have maybe yeah maybe uh i you know i i that might be maybe <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh yeah, you know because the mandela effect is something that um it's it's, it's interesting it's really interesting and it's it's like uh, it's it it messes with time. It has this like time element to it, and and because it has like this time element to it, you really don't know how long the Mandela effect could have been going on. Right? Like has it always been happening? And it's just. But one thing's for sure. I mean, some of this stuff is really hard to get around the way people remember certain things compared to others. Uh, obviously Mandela himself. <laughs> so, I mean, it, it's, it's, it's very interesting. Maybe it has something to do with CERN, uh, with what they're doing at CERN and stuff. I don't think that they, it's certainly not us, but I don't even think they understand totally what they're, they're tapping into. I think that they know they're tapping into a spiritual realm. I think they know that. Okay. I mean, this is Shiva on the front lawn, the tunnel, when they opened that freaking tunnel with that huge ceremony, dude, I mean, like, the, yeah. the, the 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 symbol the symbology that was going on during that whole ser- I mean you can't tell me that the people running CERN don't understand the significance of the spiritual realm when everything they do like they were like no 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 but we're actually going to do it like publicly they're, they're, it, it's just so 
I don't know, man. It's so backwards. But I, I think that CERN could possibly lead to a lot of explanation as to why the world is the way it is. Sure. Um, I, I, I think that the well, that's really changing course. But I'm going to say this. We don't have to go this direction, though. But I, I think that uh, the Georgia Guidestones also is a big thing that nobody talks about, mm-hmm. that if we could understand who actually built the Georgia Guidestones, we truly might understand why 2021 is the way it is. Uh, and and there's only one person on this earth that knows the true identity of R.C. Christian, the man who came into the bank to start this project for the group that sent him there. And that man is 90 years old. And I don't know how much longer he has with us. And he's still holding on to the fact that he's going to take it to his grave, the true identity of R.C. Christian, because he believes that R.C. Christian meant no harm and was actually a good human being that just what was worried about the Cold War and nuclear fallout and needing to have these these rules in place for the remaining humanity. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't believe that at all. Mm-hmm. I, I'm trying to convince the man to, uh, to change his mind. I don't think it's going to happen, though. So, yeah, it that's, the, yeah, it's one of those things that might go down. It seems like it, 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 there should be another way to to dive in through the, you know, the money and, and, you know, how did it get funded? Who put it up? You know, where did this instructions come from? But if there's only one person, man, that's a, that's a pretty narrow hallway. Yeah. I mean, like they, the part of the contracts and all that stuff was once the project was done, that everything had to be burned, everything had to be destroyed, everything. So all the records, uh, from, you know, what company the stones came from to who funded it, everything destroyed. So the only thing remaining fact is that you have the banker sitting across the desk from R.C. Christian, who is introducing this project to the banker and telling him the stipulations and that one of the stipulations is you can't reveal my identity or who, or who sent me. And so that banker still alive, wow. but he but he does not seem like he's going to change his mind uh, right now, at least. And so I think I, I got to call him again, but I, I got it like. I, I think I've got to go to Georgia and talk to him face to face. I'm like, listen, man, <laughs> like, like, here's where I'm coming from. Okay. What if he lied to you? <laughs> like, you know, do you ever think that he might've been lying to you? Right. Uh, so, you know, but anyways, I do think that the, um, it, the, the Georgia guy stones in that sense has a very similar thing with, uh, with CERN where, you know, if we understand some of the things that went into it, we might understand why the world is the way it is. Um, and you know, it's just, it's crazy, man. It's crazy. I I never thought that when I started podcasting, I, I I didn't really look into CERN a whole lot and you know, all that kind of stuff. And I I just never thought that I'd be in a, in a spot, I guess, where I'd be sitting here saying that science, like science has gone down this like weird, um, alchemy road and is like, you know, maybe responsible for a lot of the paranormal stuff happening in our world. Like that's crazy weird to me. Like, yeah. <laughs> like that's, you know, like, like science, man. Like they, they're like, no, you guys are crazy. <laughs> that's not even real. And here's why, like Newton said this. And it's like, you know, I, now they're like, yeah, let's, let's dabble with combining our computer chips with, uh, this demon over here. See what happens. Yeah. You know, <laughs> It's like of all you know the bad plans in history, yeah, uh, part one. Yeah, oh, <laughs> I mean, God. it's like 
you know, I think it's, uh, I think it was, uh, Elon Musk that said that, uh, one of the, the, the possible, uh, I guess, um, explanations as to, you know, AT life is that if, if there, he said that if there is extraterrestrial life, that they are here right now. And if they are here right now, it means that not that they never existed, but that these civilizations, including ours, uh, basically kill ourselves before we get to the point where we can actually expand and go out into the universe more. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if, if that's true, if that later part, that part is true, then maybe this is how we do it all the time. Like we get to a certain point where we're like, hey, let's take our computer chips, hook it up to Azazel over here and see what <laughs> happens. You know, And all of a sudden we, we're extinct and then we have to wait for the next freaking amoeba to come out of the water and turn into some kind of weird looking human. Uh, it's, it's creepy, creepy stuff. there and there's this thing that goes oh like real loud it sounded like something answered back almost right away it was just like a moan though it's just like oh speaking of of things like ufos uh, or well i guess for any of the phenomena really have you had experiences now the first time we talked you had called into the show <laughs> the live show and explained how you exercised your furnace um oh yeah <laughs> that was fun <laughs> but have, have you had experiences of your own yeah uh you you just said something about ufos you want are you talking about ufos or anything uh, anything really yeah uh yeah i mean so I, i've seen things in the sky uh i've had uh some you know more ghostly haunting paranormal things i've Mm-hmm. I've uh, went to battle with a Satanist, uh, you know, like I've, I've done Ooh. a lot of different things in my life. Wow. Kids, you know, so <laughs> huddle around the fire. Let me let Uncle Tony tell you some stories. Um, <laughs> I uh, so I mean, I guess the one that always comes to my mind is with the UFO stuff is um, when I was driving my truck, I saw on multiple occasions in the same place, uh, like what I call a checkmark UFO when I was driving down the turnpike in the Philadelphia area. Uh, some people have suggested that it was a drone. Maybe it was a drone. Uh, the problem is if it was a drone, it was a really big drone, meaning it would have to be like military grade uh-huh. drone. And I was near an Air Force base, but that Air Force base was decommissioned a long time ago to the point that, like, I mean, the uh, old company I used to work for, I helped move the, the military out of the base. I know they're closed. Uh, <laughs> But, but they are, they do have some things operational, but they're not flying things out of there. So maybe they're doing some more, you know, secretive stuff. That would be kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, I should look, look into that. Um, but, you know, just recently I had a guy on my show and uh, and so let me back up. Back up. The, I'm supposed to interview this guy. Uh, and the morning that I'm going to interview him, I my wife gets up at, at 622 in the morning to use the bathroom. And she, she, she goes to the bathroom, comes back in. She sees the clock. So I know it's six, six She sees my son laying on the floor next to the bed. She gets back in the bed and she's sleeping. Mm-hmm. Well, six 37 in the morning, her and I are both woken up because the bedroom door slams shut. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I looked at her and I was like, did the door slam shut? And she's like, yeah. And I was like, how? You know, and mm-hmm. and I'm I'm thinking to myself like, did the heat kick on? I was like, well, the heat's been kicking on and off all night. 
why is it just doing that at six o'clock in the morning? Right. And, uh, and she said that when she came out of the bathroom, it was open in about two feet. So like it slammed shut two feet. I'm like, that doesn't make any sense that, you know, like right. the, the heat would kick on or whatever and it would just kind of click it shut or something. And, um, and we, we spent the entire day racking our brains uh, trying to figure out what the explanation, because I mean, I, I'm like, I'm the, I'm the last one to call something paranormal when it comes sure. to my own personal life. Like, I don't care. Like I'm interviewing people. If you had a paranormal experience stuff, it's your experience. Right. But when it comes to my experiences, I am trying to debunk it the most, as, <laughs> the most I can. <laughs> I'm like, it was the wind, you know, or whatever. Right. But uh, the whole day we couldn't figure it out. And we just settled on, we thought it was uh, something paranormal. And I, I was like, what? why? You know, like, it didn't make right. sense. And then that night I interviewed this guy, Patrick, and he's like, every time I go to do an interview with somebody leading up to the interview or after the interview, the host has something paranormal happen to him. And Ooh, I was like, oh, really? Well, wow. let me tell you what happened to me this morning, then, because <laughs> I'm pretty sure there's a connection. Oh. And uh, yeah, it was Patrick Meachin. Uh, I had him out uh, last month sometime. I forget. But uh, yeah, so I mean, recently I had stuff like that happen. Mm -hmm. And uh, it, it's been a lot of like on and off stuff in my life. Little things here, little things there. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I think I, I think I might've saw a Bigfoot recently, uh, Ooh. but I don't know. Okay. I, I really don't know. Uh, and I wish I could have a better story for people. I'll tell it if you want me to tell it. Absolutely. Um, I, 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 um, I was in Kentucky hunting dog, man. Okay. That's where, I, that's where a good story always starts out. <laughs> and, uh, the, the trip, the trip is over and, uh, we're, we're kind of wrapping things up and uh, taking down uh, game trail cams and, Two of my guys, uh, no, wait, one, two, yeah, well, one guy had already left for the for the trip, and two of the other guys were with me, and they were off, maybe maybe about I don't know, fifty feet away from me, mm -hmm. and I'm I'm about to climb up a tree to take the camera down, and I just took a scan around me from behind because we we set these up in areas that we had activity uh, okay. that week. Mm -hmm. And I just wanted to make sure, even though it was broad daylight, that nothing was sneaking up on me. <laughs> I just didn't want to be a 411 statistic. <laughs> and uh, I, as I'm scanning, I'm scanning from my left to my right. The tree is behind me as I'm turning. And I'm, I'm literally like getting ready to put my hands on the tree and my head's making the final turn before I'm looking at the tree that I'm about to climb. And in a split second, maybe about maybe, I don't know, a hundred feet, 200 feet. I'm really bad at judging with the distance. Sure. Uh, there was this like, there, there was like this big, like trees falling over brushes and stuff in this area. And in just a very split second, I thought I saw something very big, uh, like a light ashy gray mm -hmm. conical head Ooh. walking up the hillside behind the, the fallen down tree. Wow. And like, I, I like it happened so fast that as I'm turning my head, like my head's still moving until it registers in my head and I snap my head back. I'm like, what the, and I look and I don't see anything there. And I called the guys over and I told them what happened. And, and Joel went up, uh, the hillside and, and, and looked at, looked and investigated it and stuff. And he didn't see anything. I, I don't know, but we had some weird, weird things happening on that trip. And uh, I, I don't know what I saw, but it, there was nothing in that area to even remotely resemble the color that I saw for that oh. split second. And, wow. you know, we, we hear people talk about like sure. how th these things move so fast. If you want to go down the paranormal angle, they 
they have the ability to uh, um, uh, be translucent. I think the word cloak, cloak. Sure. They have this ability to cloak and, you know, all that stuff. So, I mean, I don't know. I have no idea. But like, if, if it can move that fast and has the ability to cloak, why the heck did I even see it to begin with then? Like mm-hmm. that, that's the thing that I, that I, I don't get. Like, sure. I, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe my head was just playing games with me because I was worried Dogman was going to get me. I have no idea. I, I just know that it, it, I know what I saw or what I think I saw. And it wasn't there when I snapped my head back in that split second, but it, it was definitely weird. Uh, I wish I had a better Bigfoot story, but that was the best one I have. So I, oh, well, actually, I did hear, I did hear Bigfoot scream that one night. I don't know if you want. Yeah, please go into anything you'd like to. I'd like to hear it. Yeah. I, well, so Jack and I, my brother, Jack, uh, he, he and I are doing some like investigative stuff, you know, fun stuff. So I, I came across these YouTubers that I'm pretty sure that they, they do fake videos, but they're so entertaining. I'm like, Oh man, that's <laughs> like, like, it's like one of those things where, you know, it's fake, but you watch it anyways. Cause it's just so freaking fun. <laughs> and, uh, I'm like, you know, I want to, I want to make like this kind of format video only not fake anything, just document what, what we experienced and put it in and kind of put it in a format that's entertaining, you know? Right. And, uh, and so that's what me and Jack started doing and we were calling it Legion of Legends, but we're changing the name of that because the trip to Kentucky was Legion of Legends and that is way better quality than what me and Jack are doing. So we can't like oh. call both Legion of Legends cause it's going to be confusing for people. They're like, Oh, it's gonna be amazing. Oh, this sucks. What happened to the good stuff? You know, <laughs> <laughs> like, mm-hmm. like this looks like it was put together on a Mac in somebody's basement. Yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Compared to the other one, the other one's being put together by guys who actually are in the film industry. So it's like actually oh. professionally done. Um, but, uh, anyways, so we go out to this one place. Uh, it was an old, World War II prisoner of war camp where they interrogated Nazis and Japanese soldiers. Mm-hmm. And um, we go there and we go there with the, the the paranormal angle. So when we go to places, we're looking for places that are interesting, uh, not only interesting as far as lore goes, but also visually interesting um, and, and areas that maybe have reports of multiple types of things happening. Like I'm not really trying to just go to a place where it's like, Somebody thought that they saw a Bigfoot here. Let's go investigate it because yeah. it, I'm trying to put something together that's going to be entertaining. So the more storylines I have to work with, the better, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. And so this was a great opportunity because it was in the middle of a forest that has Bigfoot activity, dogman activity, haunted forest, about 45 minutes away from Gettysburg, the Battle of Gettysburg, all that stuff. And we're actually going to the location of this prisoner of war camp from world war two. So, so many storylines, so much. So it's like, it was like, who knows what's going to happen, you know? And, uh, we, we go there and we're investigating this, this, uh, POW camp and we get back in the woods pretty far. And, uh, it gets to the point where we are on this game trail then the game trail ends. And it's like, there's just nothing to follow. And, uh, you know, didn't really want to just walk through the woods aimlessly without the trail because uh, right. we didn't really have any gauge as to where we were. We we showed up when it was dark out already, mm-hmm. um, so we stopped and we we have I have my camera and Jack has his camera. Jack's camera is night vision, so I turned off my camera and I get to take the K two meter out and I'm just you know I hold it out and uh, almost instantaneously it starts bouncing and it start, I'm getting hits. Wow. And my camera's turned off. I'm holding out this stretched arm as far as possible. And uh, and then I, I even, um, at one point, I had 
actually brought it back into my camera just to touch it with it off to make sure it wasn't my camera and it, it went dead. Um, but this thing's getting hit. And so I'm like, holy crap. And so I hold it out and then all of a sudden off in the distance, I hear like a, a, a Bigfoot howl. And, and like, so my brother, he's a skeptic. Like he doesn't believe Bigfoot exists. Uh, <laughs> doesn't believe Dogman exists. Uh-huh. Uh, so it, I like that though. I like having sure. a skeptic with me. Absolutely. And, uh, my life mission is to get him to believe that this stuff is real. So <laughs> we're there and there's this thing that goes, ah, like real loud. And then it just dropped off real hard. And then it like, it sounded like something answered back almost right away. It was just like a moan though. It's just like, ah, I was like, this is freaking nuts. Wow. And so I, I, I snapped my head back at Jack who's filming. My eyes are as big as a saucer. And I'm just like, holy crap. Did you hear that? And he's like, yeah. And uh, today, to this day, he's like, you know, I don't know what that was. I'm like, yes, you do, sucker. You just don't want to admit it. <laughs> you know, like the, the mm-hmm. only other explanation is that somebody was out there, knew we were out there and wanted to play games with us, which right. I don't I don't want to say is impossible. But I, I personally just don't feel like that's what happened. Sure. But maybe I don't know. But uh, the, the experience that we had is not uncommon for that area. Uh-huh. Uh and I plan on going back because I want to bag a dog man or a Bigfoot. Like <laughs> I mean, that's the goal. So uh, I'm not trying to uh, not trying to piss off your listeners, but I'm also not trying to, uh, <laughs> you know, like I, I'm, I'm not there just to film them in 4K, you know, like I, right. I kind of would like to actually prove that these things are real. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I don't think that and I'm not a researcher, by the way, I'm not a researcher. I'm just a guy that likes hanging out in the root, the woods and shooting monsters. That's literally all I am. So like, <laughs> uh, I, I just I'm, I want to go out there and, you know, I want I, I, I'm hunting for an experience. But if that experience comes, I'm also going to try to bring that experience home with me. So like, that's just the way I, that's the way I view it. And it's not like I'm, I'm saying we should kill them all. I'm just saying that we should kill at least one mm-hmm. because, you know, Listen, I mean, we've, dude, you've been around long enough, Brent. I've been around long enough. We've seen enough pictures, enough videos mm-hmm. where even the ones that we feel are, hey, that's really actually interesting. Ain't nobody going to take any note of it because it's too easy to fake. Sure. I mean, we can fake anything, mm-hmm. anything. So how am I going to prove to the world that Bigfoot exists or how am I going to prove anything? Well, you got, and not just me, just in general, anybody. I mean, you got to produce the body. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, and then from there, you can do whatever you want. I'm not like, I'm not a hunter. Like I, I don't really, I don't go out hunting. I'm not going to all of a sudden become the, the dog man slayer. I just, I just want to, <laughs> just want to kill one. That's all. Wow. You know, I think the dog man one would be a tough, would be a tough order because there's so many, out, so many stories out there of people that have shot them with high caliber weapons and apparently to no effect. Yeah. But did they pray over the bullets? <laughs> oh, that's, you know, that there is something to that, right? Like if it is, if it is a spiritual aspect, then maybe you're right. Cause I know when you, when you look into uh, skinwalker stories, what, you know, just shooting them is not effective, but if you take ashes from the hearth and put it on the bullets and then pray over it, then it becomes yeah. lethal apparently. So that is, that's, you know, a very valid point. Well, I mean, I, I actually did pray over my bullets mm-hmm. and it, it's it, it, like, I just did it because I was like, well, it can't hurt, you know? Yeah, yeah <laughs> like, absolutely. Yeah. Why not? You know? I, so, but yeah, I, I just, um, I don't know, man. I, I think that the, these things are out there, but I just don't think that we're ever going to be able to, you know, 
I don't. I just don't think they'll be accepted to being out there by the, the mass public unless you sure. can produce the the physical body. Uh, and so, yeah, you know, it is what it is. I, I, you know, and I don't disagree with you. You know, I'm not sure that that I want one killed, but at the same point, if I want, if it wants, if it's going to be necessary in order to justify it, then maybe in the long run, maybe that is the answer. But uh, you know, I'm just, I'm certainly don't, I don't have the fortitude to do it myself. So whatever. yeah, like so, I mean. Like I, I know I, I'm, I'm. Listen, I'm having fun and relaxed. We're, we're just having fun conversation. Mm-hmm. I think it's not like I, I want one killed. Like I, it's sure. not like, right. like I just want people to understand. Like I'm not saying like we all just gotta go out there and kill them all. Like <laughs> I, I, to be honest with you, I just don't really care. I, like right. like I just I just want. I just want people like I want the guys who used to tease me at work to believe in Bigfoot now. It's like, you know, and, so, yeah, and the only yeah. way I think that can happen is if, you know, respectable people in, in our society say, yes, this is an actual real physical body that I've examined, you know, yep. Uh, yep. Yeah, that's the way I feel. I mean, after that, I mean, it really the chase is off for me. I'm just like, OK, I, I might I might just stop going to the woods. It's, it's not even fun anymore. So right. <laughs> uh, for, for me, it's 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 the chase of, of my own experience. But yeah. when that experience comes, maybe I, hopefully I have the fortitude to, to do, uh, to, to, to take it the next level. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe, but maybe I just run away screaming too. <laughs> like that really could happen. Yeah. And I, if, if it happens, I hope it gets caught on camera because that would be <laughs> fantastic. Uh, would but, be, it would go viral. <laughs> oh yeah. I mean like, here, can you imagine? Like we're out there with these, like we we have good cameras, we have 4K cameras, and and we're out there with the, the good stuff, and then uh, we we see it, and I just go, ah! <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gone. <laughs> That'd be great. Oh my gosh, I would laugh for days if I survived it. Hopefully, I would survive. I'm sure I would survive it. I think you probably would. They don't. They it it doesn't seem like they actively go out and try to kill people, so that's good uh, for the most part. But man, I tell you what, what you know, your your journey has been absolutely amazing. Uh, what you guys are doing over there, you and of course your team with uh, Lindsay and your brother and any other people that are involved, you guys have been doing some incredible stuff. And I'm I'm so thrilled that you decided to come on the show with me today. Oh man, tons of fun. I enjoy it. Just hey, listen. Anytime I can go on any kind of paranormal show and talk about the stuff and know that I don't have to produce it afterwards, I'm down. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we'll take care of that part for you, brother, for sure. Yeah, but, gave like, me the easy part. How, uh, if you don't mind, give people the the sites and and where they can go to keep in touch with what you're doing. Uh, look up the Confessionals podcast, the Confessionals, uh, on any podcast playing app, theconfessionalspodcast.com. Uh, you can find all this stuff there. Also, me and my dad have a trucking podcast. So if you're listening to this and you're trucking right now and listening to this paranormal stuff, maybe you'd be interested in the other podcast my dad and I started called Hammer Lane Legends, where it's a very similar format to the confessionals, only we're talking to people that drive for a living about their wild experiences from the road. It's not necessarily paranormal. I'd say we we've done maybe 10% paranormal stuff, if that. Uh, it's just, you know, you see a lot of wild stuff out in the road and uh, we have people come on and talk about that kind of stuff. And uh, what else? Um, I, I, I'm starting another podcast. I didn't tell you that, I don't oh, think. But okay. Yeah, it, it's it's in the works. I can't, I can't even tell you what it's called yet. I know it's called. Uh, I can't. I, listen, the reason why I'm starting this other podcast is literally because 
I did an interview two weeks ago that blew my mind and it's so complex. The story is so huge and involves so many different people who don't know each other oh. uh, that back each other's claims up that I can't do it in one episode. Uh, with the information I was given with that one interview, mm-hmm. I had to investigate it myself because it's a rare opportunity to have such a dramatic story told to me and if I can track down certain people, they should be able to back up these claims if it's true kind of thing. Wow. I had to. And oh, I cool. I found some people and uh, I talked to one so far who backed up this person's claim, doesn't know this person. And in fact, this person that I talked, the second person I talked to said uh, at first they were trying to push everything off. They're like, who is this person? Contact me kind of thing. And they're just like, you know, really trying to push it away until I said certain key things. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden they opened up like a book. Wow. And uh, we scheduled a Zoom call. I talked to them for like two and a half hours, and they they gave me more information than the first person did. And um, now I'm finding some people in South Africa, uh, some people in this country. Like I'm I'm going all over the world with this. Like this is wow. Brent, Brent, I'm telling you, man. Like when I drop this show, it's gonna be huge, bro. Like oh, cool. <laughs> it's, it's crazy, man. The story is so bizarre, but uh, I can't I can't put it on the confessionals because it's gonna be way more than one episode. It's gonna at least be ten, at least be like ten episodes. And what am I going to do? Drop 10 episodes straight of the same story. Sure, and then, right. you know, okay, after that 10 weeks, back to the normal stuff, guys. Like, it's just, <laughs> you know, and then on top of it, like, when you got to share it, then you got to share 10 different links. And mm-hmm. you might as well just make another podcast so that when people want to share the story and the, the whole thing, they can just share the podcast link and it goes and it's all taken care of. Uh, but yeah, that, that probably won't drop for like another year or two because of all the research and um, investigating I'm doing into it. I'm trying to find a location. Shoot. It, listen. If I freaking find a location mm-hmm. that they're like, here's the coordinates to this cave in the middle of the woods. You're going to go down the cave for about five miles, make a left. I'm, I'm down. I'm going. I'm going. <laughs> like, you are brave. You are a brave soul. Uh, and I love that because I think whatever you're bringing, to, you know, in, in, in all of that you've done, you've, you've taken chances. You've done things that not everybody is doing or not everybody can do. And so I'm really excited to see what this will be. It's crazy, bro. It's crazy. You're going to freaking love it. Absolutely. I love everything you're doing, brother. I mean, you've done some amazing stuff. And uh, again, you know, I'm I'm just thrilled that you came on the portal. Uh, Thanks for having me, man. All right, brother. Well, we're going to wrap it up now, folks. Thanks for joining us. Special thank you again to Mr. Tony Merkel. And uh, hope you guys keep coming back. All right, guys, thank you so much for joining us here on tonight's show. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Please feel free to follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Paranormal Portal Radio, as well as finding us on Twitter. We're on Twitter at Paranormal Portal, P-O-R-T-L. And uh, we'd love to have you stop by our YouTube page and subscribe and check out our shows there. we got hundreds of shows, Journeys into the Paranormal Portal. So I hope you'll check it, check it out, guys. We're over there at youtube.com slash Paranormal Portal. So hope to see you guys soon uh we'll be back of course for more podcasts in the coming days so we love you all be good be kind be nice take care of each other help each other out find the magic in every day and remember to laugh as much as you can 